Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. I'm Trisden. And I'm Ray. What we hope to do here is find a little bit of middle ground on some of these extremely polarizing social and political issues. Welcome everybody to Extreme Common Sense. What's up, Ray? Trisdom. And always good to see you, except on days that I have to give you money. That was a change, man. That was really a switch. Yeah, Me th- getting money from you. That's funny because, yeah, I, I sell you all kinds of stuff throughout the course of an average month through your job, uh, through Drugs. my oh, secondary no, no, no. drug. Yeah, what? yeah. The, the, what? The Viagra that I sell you from the black market. It's just a, a lot of money always coming in one direction, and today it's going the other. You got any connections there? Oh, man, I've got connections for everything. You know, just a couple calls to what? Rose Hill, Virginia, man. I've, I've got you taken I care of. talk off air. I like it. Yeah. So yeah. So if you're listening, you know, if you want to send us some money or sponsor the show or you need drugs, T-Bone's got you. Cool. Yeah. That's what I'm about. Yeah. So speaking of it's a good, you know, it's funny, Ray, I I took some dumb notes for the show, even though we're not really talking about no show today, no show, but we're going to have a show based on no show. And we got to kill like 40 minutes. And the first question I wrote down was, and I've literally got it here, which is a perfect segue. Okay. Got any vices? So really goes from the, the pill. What what are your vices? Like what 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 do you do that you either I don't know, like you, obviously you're not drinking as much with the heart no, issue, that, that, but yeah. You, you know, don't, I, not a smoker. I've said before, um I think the world divides into addictive and non addictive people, you know, and, and you can be addicted to quote unquote good things like running. I guess anything can be too much, you know, or working out or True. bicycling or, or, or making money. Um Oh. And you can be addicted to, you know, drugs and alcohol and masturbation. Yeah. I've and, never done that. What's that like? And that's one that's, uh, <laughs> you know, a guy who says that's a homosexual act. Like self-masturbation of a straight man is a homosexual act? Yeah. Which what? I guess in some convoluted way, I guess it is. Because it's a man. Yeah. I don't know. I know. Man. It's that's, weird, that's, right? that's kind of a that's stretch. Weird. So that might be a vice. Well, there is the that, old, there is the old joke, right? Um, fuck, I'll mess it up. I'll half tell it. So just enough to where it'll waste 30 seconds, but won't be funny. Okay. And it was a guy having a conversation, straight guy having a conversation with another straight guy. And it says, uh, do you masturbate? And the guy's like, of course. He's like, do you masturbate to porn? He's like, of course. Do you masturbate to porn with like a man having sex with a woman? And the guy's like, well, yeah. And he's like, well, do you like it? Do you have a preference on the guy's dick size? And he's like, well, yeah, I'd like him to have a big old, you know, really giving it to her with his huge cock. So, and he was like, well, that's, that's gay. <laughs> that's true. So I guess if you have a no, cock size well. preference. I yes. think I th- it sounds like something Ron White might have told It him may have been a Ron yeah, White joke from Ron several White. years ago. Speaking yeah. of those kind of jokes, actually laughed out loud yesterday. A fellow employee came in. He's, he's, he helps out a little bit in the pro shop. Tyler's not there a whole lot. But he's pretty straight, pretty conservative cat. You know, he's, he's pretty uh, very intelligent guy. He's got a nice job and works a little bit with us part time. And it's like science related but he walks in and this guy, Will, is always in the bowling center. And Will's almost like Spicoli. He's kind of a, he drinks too much there, but nice. he's a real good guy. He spends yeah. a lot of his money there. He, he owns a roofing business. And he said, I was, uh, I was standing next to Will and 
taking a leak. And I said, you know, that's a felon. And Will said, what's a felon? He said, a grown man holding a little kid's dick. <laughs> and I literally, I, that can be my joke of the day. I literally laughed out loud when he told me that. That's and he, funny. And he delivered it great because he turned around and walked out of the office. <laughs> it was great. I'd never heard oh, it. Oh my sure, God. That is pretty good. Around, but yeah. And in the moment, that's a great. Oh, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Brought to you by Brea Pond. So, that joke you know, of the you day. Go. Brought to you by Thanks, Brea Aaron. Pond. You, this is the type of high quality content, Aaron, yes. you're paying for every And month. I suppose you could use that you know, anytime you wanted to in a in a men's yeah, that's a room. you just you probably know your audience. Oh man, dude, here's one for you. This is a this is a little creepy. And again, we did, now sometimes Ray and I will have a ten minute, twenty minute talk before some of these shows. But last night we did. Yeah, not. this is completely free flow, as so, you might be able to tell. So here's one for you, and this is a this is a weird story. So we get a lot of free tickets to Riverbend in Cincinnati for concerts and sure, shows. Great venue. Yeah. So my wife and I went to a show. This has been probably, John Mayer. Uh, no, thank God. Uh, this has been pre-COVID. This has been three years ago. Couldn't tell you the show. We probably saw five, you know, it was five or six a year up there or something. And I went to the bathroom. You know, there was five or six people. It was starting to clear out. It was toward the end of the show. Swear to God, this is a true story. Guy was next to me masturbating. I'll get that. Swear to God, oh. it was, I ran out, like I'm, st- for those who don't know me, but are listening, like I'm 6'3", 250. I got the, out. it was the worst thing. Like it, I, man, it was scarring. <laughs> like it literally, like I felt violated. At a urinal? Next to me in the urinal. Ah, that was the weirdest, worst thing. So this is kind of the masturbation show, apparently, Good somehow. Lord. But that was the worst, man. So I'm guessing you didn't shake his hand. We we did not. We did not make friends. But no, that was God. weird, man. He looked up at me and I saw what he was doing. I'm like, what the hell? Really? Is-? Yeah, man. Now, it was what age, dude? And just a- I mean, 30s. God dang. Yeah, like something had to be like I mean, either wrong joke. with him or I don't know, man. Uh, it was a lot. Know, masturbation's fine, Johnny, but not at the dinner table. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> good, pretty, God, pretty man. good. Yeah, that was a, uh, that was my a sister-in-law story. tells a story, Nancy, of seeing that some guy in a convertible on the, on the Garden State Parkway, bumper to bumper traffic, spanking wow. it. Yeah, there used to be a guy. I'm from uh, well, one of the towns adjacent to the town I grew up in, Middlesbrough, Kentucky, is like they've got their uh, the town's in a crater from a. Uh, asteroid. asteroid yeah so the only place look it up it's kind of cool i think you were talking with elena about Mesmer. right yeah yeah and so there was a um there used to be a guy that sort of had the old kind of stereotypical molester van that would drive around and <laughs> women would just catch him leaning out the window just giving it a tug and let me tell you something i mean i mean realistically like guys are pieces of shit like you and i obviously wouldn't do that but there's an element of guy that oh yeah they're just pieces of garbage yeah i mean who would do that no, I agree. And, yeah, pretty you know, crazy. Well, the whole Chester and Molester thing, opening up your uh, raincoat with nothing else on. I mean, that's, oh, the old flasher guy. Yeah, the flasher. Dude, they mean. used to be big in the '80s. I don't know if they were just media True. big. Streaking, or, streaking yeah. was the '70s. Ray Stevens had the song, oh. and that was a big thing. There's that Academy Award where um, uh, Peter O'Toole had a great line, deadpan line. It Good penis name. Couldn't have been. Yeah, couldn't have, right. Couldn't have been rehearsed. So, do you know O'Toole? He was just a British actor who was just Mister Cool. Right? I would know him if I saw the him. British yeah, name's McQueen. familiar, right? But he didn't do action movies. He was just a great actor. And he was um, given the award, and this guy came running across, butt-ass naked, you know, live television. <laughs> and Tool said, 
there's a gentleman showing us his shortcomings. <laughs> it was just perfect. It was just wow. great. You know? That's pretty good. Yeah. He's in a movie called My Favorite Year, which is a fantastic movie. And I'm oh, sure, yeah. I'm sure it holds up. Nice. Yeah. O'Toole was, uh, oh, well, there's a, there's, there's continuing down that road. There's a line in there where he, he's, he's just a dry, he's an actor and he's shit faced all the time. Richard Burton. And he's in the women's room and he's barely able to stand and he's pissing into a toilet. And a woman walks in and says, sir, this is for women only. And he looks and says, so is this madam, but sometimes I have to run a little water through it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's our show. Yep, that's it. So a good, <laughs> good night, everybody. Oh, good night, all. Yeah, have a good uh, one. So you had a question, and then we got hard. Oh, no, it was just oh, the, the, the vice question. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, not really. Yeah, I used to love bourbon here and there. I guess my vice, honestly, I hate to say, is probably fucking television. Yeah, I watch too much of it. That's fair. Kind of been hooked on Shark Tank, but I've noticed that it gets, it gets old because it's a lot of the same. People sell snack foods and they sell exercise equipment and they sell, you know, whatever else. It's a lot of the same. Yeah. So it kind of gets old, but I've, I've spent a good deal of last year watching Shark Tank. I'm starting <laughs> to see repeats, so I'm kind of done with it. Yeah. But I, it's an interesting show. I've They're not, all pretty bright people. I would think. Yeah. The, the Shark Tank the people and yeah. the people selling their yeah. ideas, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Last night, the other night, or the other night, Famous Amos was on. And he, the famous Amos cookies, the chocolate chip cookies, sure. and he went completely broke, and now he's got another cookie at 80 that he's trying to hawk. Wow. Which, you know, you got to give him credit. Yeah, give that man some cookie money. Yeah. He's probably earned it. Yeah, yeah. Did they? Did somebody invest? They didn't, because his margins were too high, and he, uh, there were a couple of things, and they were all very uh, complimentary of him, and, you know, it's it's an honor to be in your pleasure, but can't give you the money. I think he was looking for a hundred grand. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so as far as vices go... I don't smoke anymore. I don't drink. I don't get high. I'm boring. So just the masturbation in the TV. <laughs> and sometimes at the same time. <laughs> two for one vice day. <laughs> Man, that's good stuff. You? Oh, yeah. You know, I think my life is nothing but vices. I mean, you always really? kind of give me shit about the cars. Like, oh, yeah. I'm almost OCD addicted to stimulus in my brain like i don't do drugs of any kind except for the, the alcohol on you know weekends or whatever but man i always like to be stimulated i don't like to sit still so i'm always trading something or buying something or flipping something or coming up with ideas at work or something like that so yeah i don't know i staring at my phone one million percent like i now i'm to the point where like i'm like your son that if my phone exploded right now i would probably be like separation oh, anxiety yeah, yeah completely so That's what ray calls it yeah it's definitely the phone vice thing um yeah i don't think i drink too much but you know i think any less is always probably a little better sure three or four drinks saturday and sunday and you, you know. don't really drink through the week no, oh. I mean I will. Like if I have, like my best friend comes in from yeah. uh, San Diego or something, we'll drink all week. Or like you know on vacation, I drink probably every day. Right. You know a few drinks, but right. yeah, no, through a normal week, just a few on the weekends. Okay, that's about it. Yeah, no, that's no. I got shit faced at Galaxy for my birthday. That was singing, singing karaoke. Karaoke. That was a blast. You remember any of the tunes? Oh God, what did they? I guess it was a musical theme, a like movie soundtrack theme night. Oh yeah. So I did um, Coolio, Gangsters Paradise, nice. which is a kind of a classic. What movie was that from? Um, that was a, the movie Even with um, Paradise. Great song. Yeah, the the shit. Very famous '80s actress, '70s and '80s blonde hair. Um, uh, um, oh my gosh, she was a teacher in an urban school. And it was like the headline song for that for not Molly Ringers. No, no. Before that, um, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to. Look and her that up. was the that was the that, that was, was the, the song from that movie. Okay. Yeah. Any other movie? 
You know what? It was a lot of people there. I only did two songs. The second one I did, uh, Blink-182, What's My Age Again? Oh, yeah. And by the time, and it was the last song of the night. And by the time I did that, I was like, karaoke's a little tough when you're drunk. Like, not buzzed, it's perfect. But like, when you're actually to the point where you shouldn't be driving. It's awful. You probably also shouldn't be singing. (laughs) And, And that's where I was at with that, so... Yeah, there's some awful karaoke. It's it's a little bit like golf. You realize how many trouble <laughs> golfers are. You got to appreciate the really great ones. Yeah, you know, it's uh, so much fun though. I've got a great karaoke story for you. And this is a like a, a karaoke is probably one of my favorite things. I don't get to do it much because my wife is completely anti. Oh, that's funny. Karaoke, like never ever gonna get her on stage <laughs> for a million dollars. So, um, actually, I had this free vacation at Myrtle Beach. It's been six years ago. This little like kind of average little beachfront hotel resort type place. And they have a downstairs bar and they were doing karaoke. It was like, this will be great. You know, we'll swing down here to this place. You can sit over here and have a margarita and I'll sing some songs, have a good time and you know, whatever, go back to the room. So we go down and I swear to God, Ray, it was like the cast of frozen, like some kind of Disney musical. These people were one after another, just, just killing it. Angel voices. I'm like, this, this is not for you. You people need to go sing on stage, you know, somewhere and get paid. Like this is for jokers like me. So it was like nine people in a row. I mean, it was to the point and I'm not a like embarrassed guy or whatever. Like, I don't care. I'll go sing karaoke. And I just said, that's too much. They were far too good. Like it was like a, a Broadway play and they were taking a break and they were like all on there. I was like, this is absolutely nuts. But it, yeah. So, so did you sing? Did not sing. Ah, it was like, so you were a little, I was, yeah. I oh, chickened really? out. There was probably nine in a row that were, you know, talented musician quality. And then one guy gets up and butchers a rap song. Oh, and I was like, yeah, fuck, I wish that yeah, that I could have done that. Um, but have you ever been to a Broadway play? Uh, I've been to a couple of traveling Broadway plays, okay. but I haven't but seen one talent, on Broadway. I mean, you don't fake your way out. No, no, the fucking talent yeah, level completely. Is, is unreal. We were on a, we were on a little kick when Brielle was real into musicals, where we went like five years in a row. Um, and and the talent is just like we saw Rent and we saw, um, well, Spam a lot, which is a musical. Yeah, um, but it's damn funny, and and so on and so forth. But yeah, the the talent level is just incredible on Broadway. You just don't fake your way on there i wouldn't think so so any other questions man i've got several let's see is there anything making news right now other than trump is you know trump and um oh i'll tell you something funny let's see what you got the uh one night recently may have been last night but we're not sure this actually we are getting a few shows ahead so this might be a little while till it airs i like it but how about lebron with his comment about Brittany Griner, did you see it? I did not see so it. So he was asked, "What do you think about Brittany Griner?" And his reply was, "If I was her, I wouldn't come back to this country." So I'm really, yeah. Well, I mean, I was eating dinner. Uh, Patty is up, actually up at Lake George. I'm heading up this, uh, heading up soon. <laughs> might be this week. Might be next time. Nice. I'm not sure. Whenever. Um, but uh, he, um, it, it scrolled across the bottom of ESPN, and I said to Ray, Fox News. Will lead with this tonight. I know it. So I put Hannity's show on. The first damn thing out of his mouth. LeBron James, how dare he? This country's made him a billionaire, yada, yada, yada. But isn't that not seeing the forest for the trees? Like that's, you know, is he not allowed to make that point? Does it, you know, I, I don't know. It's just an odd thing. I mean, I guess you just have to be so conscious of how that looks. As much as you'd like to say, you can find some nuance in his wording. I get how 50% of the people that already dislike LeBron or maybe judge him for it would say, well, if you don't love it, leave it kind of, you really leave yourself open for that guy to say that to you. Right. But I think that's to LeBron's credit. I know 
you know, they compare Mike, he and Michael in every which way, greatest and so forth. But I think one thing is for sure, and I realize that right now it's a little bit different than it was in the 80s and 90s to speak out. But Michael had that famous, you know, Republicans buy shoes too. Right. So he was obviously aware sure. of, of, you know, the fact that politics could be an impotent an impediment to his selling sneakers. Right. And I don't think LeBron's ever done that. He's been pretty consistent. Yeah. He's been pretty consistently outspoken relative to social issues. Yeah. And to your point, he's no dope and he knows no. that he's going to cert, certain people are going to be pissed, but he basically says, doesn't care. Know, but what was, I'll deal with that. Why would you not come back? Why would you stay in Russia over the U S I don't get the context. Maybe yeah, I don't what think he was it was necessarily, a, I don't think it was anything akin to Russia. I think he just meant generally with what's going on, but you know, no. it's, um, well, I'll say this too. Uh, give our country credit. It's not always where we want it to be on social issues or shit, any issues. But to think even just, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 years to think that as a country, we would care this much. Our government would care this much that somebody in the minority, uh, somebody who happens to be a minority is in Russia and like, it's a big fucking deal for everybody. Everybody cares about getting Brittany Griner home. Like, yeah. is that 20 years ago? I don't know that it's the same. So I do feel like as much as people want to shit on our country that, and it is a slow process, but we are moving well, in the right direction. There's a lot might, of people that care about getting her yeah, home. And that might not even be the best example, actually, Tristan. There's just a lot that's happened. I, I We were talking the other day in the office, and I think maybe this is where the left never stops to catch their breath. It's always they have to fight the next fight. And... um we were talking about air quality and such. And, and yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's something going on. There's some climate change that's afoot, you know, temperatures are warmer, so on and so forth. But what never really gets spoken about is how much better we have gotten at cleaning up, like the whole catalytic converter thing. I mean, all the catalytic converters job is basically it's an incinerator, right? It takes your unburnt fuel and burns it a second or third time until it's almost clean. Right. Uh, you go back to the seventies, acid rain was a huge thing. I'm heading yep, up to Lake George that. and the, the Adirondack mountains were literally, uh, lakes were actually dying in the really? Adirondack mountains from wow. acid rain, which was all the effluent coming out of Gary, Indiana and Chicago and Detroit and Erie, Pennsylvania. And it was all heading East, you know, weather patterns, West yeah. to East. And it was settling in those mountains. And the, you know, Patty's family drank from Lake George forever and ever. And they were told not to somewhere in the late seventies. And you know what? They cleaned that up. They put high temperature scrubbers on the effluent. And a lot of it is, you know, they, they took a lot of the nasty stuff out now, I, I get coal-burning plants and so forth are still dirty, but and I'm sure some environmentalists will say, well, that's an oxymoron, but they are much cleaner than they once were. Cars are much cleaner than they once were. Cars, definitely, I, I will give you that. I'll, and I'll say this, too, man, having watched uh, a lot of Last Week Tonight or different things on this, I think the problem with the, a lot of the pollution is it's not vanished. It's just went from, say, Lake George, for example, to now it's in like the backyard of like inner city folks, like you were seeing so much more of this stuff and it's sort of swept out of the affluent neighborhoods in New Jersey where it may have been in the seventies. And now it's like, you know, a three mile stretch behind every project, you know, in New Jersey or right. something. And I've, right. and I, I wish I had better examples. We don't like really plan for the show. So I don't come in with like, this is the one and this happened, but it's, you know, like the That's why people love us. Exactly. But the air that they say that the average black person breathes versus the air, you know, that white oh, people, true. it's just, it's not even in the same right. realm because right. of 
you know, they're attached to all this pollution and that's sort of where we bury a lot of this stuff, which is, that's kind of crazy. But, and I would say, I don't know if, if it even is necessarily because they happen to be black, but they're poor. So the poor people always kind of get the short end of that stick with pollution and everything else. I did think of the name. It's Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. That's what I was going She was in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Was it her and Mickey Rourke in, uh, what's that? Seven? What the hell was that movie? It was a great, it was a great scene. There was her and another actress who I always confused, Michelle Pfeiffer and... Meg Ryan? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I could yeah. see that. Uh, man, and I'm not going to think of this either. I, I saw the other day, now I can't think of what it was, what the uh, substance was, but 80% of urine samples were showing... Now, I can't remember. It wasn't acid, it wasn't... Uh, or, or lead. Plastics, probably. I read it yesterday, and now I've forgotten. I'm getting old. That really helps our podcast. None at all. (laughs) Listen up, folks. We're going to have to ask Troy to start editing this a little bit. Listen up for no information. But at any rate. How would um, you like to hear half a story with some truth in it? I've listened (laughs) to extreme common sense. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, here's a good one for you. Here's just a random question. Some guests, some friends coming up this weekend. I don't do anything. What's a good thing locally? If you've got some people from out of town that you want to show them, Richmond, Berea, Lexington. I thought maybe Bourbon Trail, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Bourbon Trail's cool. I don't know, but more staying close to Madison County. Any um, cool stuff? I mean, White, uh, Whitehall. What's up at Whitehall? Whitehall's real cool. I've never driven all the way, taken exit 95 and go away from the highway till it dead ends. No. Oh, it's real cool. Yeah, drive down there. It's uh, Cassius Clay's home, not the fighter, the right. emancipator. What if it was? <laughs> uh you know, that's who he was named for. Yeah. But yeah, Whitehall's real cool. There's a walking path out there, a pond, um, and the and the house is is fantastic. Awesome. An old, uh, um, uh, what, what do I want to say, Victorian or Gothic architecture, you know, three-story, built in like 1850. And, you know, you think about those homes and who built them and who footed the bill and all. That's, that's some interesting history. Oh, yeah. There was, I've always been wealthy people and always been laborers. Nice. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, Whitehall's real cool. That's yeah, I've never done Exit it. Exit so. ninety five and, and just so if you could kill two or three hours there? Uh a couple hours, yeah. Nice. I think there's guided tours, but I probably don't really need to do that. You cool. can just kind of check it out. And, Man, sounds like fun. Um yeah, Whitehall's neat. And they, they do some things out there. Pops at the park, I think is that at Whitehall. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So here's one for you. And uh was speaking about our sponsor, I'll give him another shout out, Aaron at Berea Pond. Uh, this maybe it was this weekend, but anyway, we were chatting and uh, he will reference the um, your buddy Dave show sometimes. And uh, because Aaron doesn't always agree with Dave, and I bet Dave wouldn't always agree with Aaron on everything. Dave, uh, your your buddy, oh, Dave Townsend, Dave Townsend, yeah, yeah yes, yeah, that yeah. came into the reference show. the show, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, what I feel like is having met Dave Townsend and knowing Aaron fairly well. I think they could get in here and find a lot of common ground. Well, we should do that show. I would love to do the Dave Townsend Aaron show. I haven't been in touch with Dave, but I'm sure he's just a, a text away. Yeah, and because and Aaron is worried, like, man, I don't know, we might, you know, might be too heated of a disagreement. But just meeting Dave, I, don't, I think they could have. So Aaron references that show. Yeah, oh, that's funny. And I think they could have a good, a better conversation, maybe even than we could have, because I think, you know, just not knowing each other, but then also. Just being humans, I think they could find some common ground and right, also right, right, right. looking at no, each other cool. in the face. I think it would be a fun show. Now, I don't know if I could talk Aaron into that, but I bet I could. Yeah. And I bet it would be entertaining. That's funny. So we should we should bring them on to talk. Yeah, because, I mean, we're not here to pit two people to get in a damn fight. We're actually sure. here to see what we can agree on. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I think there, there may be a little bit more agreement than they than right. Aaron at least feels like. I haven't talked to Dave, although I'm 
kept up with Dave quite a bit on his uh, Facebook and social media. Is he still pretty active? Very active. Okay, yeah, yeah. for sure. What's what's been in his craw lately? Oh man, I don't know if he posts a lot of stuff in his curl. I think he he had posted some stuff um, about the overturning of Roe a while back oh, and yeah. some of that stuff. Which man, who didn't? Everybody, I think, is kind of in that loop. Still, the big question, isn't it? Because obviously, Democrats are poised to just get their asses kicked in November. I mean, the the party in power in an off year election generally loses seats, and you saw the news, the recent news where uh, inflation's highest it's been since eighty one, but. What I don't get about that, Tristan, is I'm not exactly sure where people aren't spending money. Like, I run a bowling center. And to me, we're a little bit of a canary in a coal mine because I my uh, my $80 oil change turned into a $1,000 oil change oh, yesterday. Oh, shit. What happened? Well, I put four tires on. Uh-huh. And I knew the tires were old. They had 61,000 miles, and I was putting it off as long as I could. And we got this trip upcoming, so I bit the bullet. Good and- time to do it. Yeah, I bit the bullet, and you know when the kid called me back, you know, uh, Ray, your car's done, but you know those tires. This, so he first he quoted me twelve hundred. I was like, can can we do something where we get under a thousand bucks? Yeah, nine hundred ninety eight dollars for four, four tires. <laughs> Funny right, how that cool. works. Now these are seventy thousand mile tires. You know, I'm old enough to remember when tires were ten thousand miles. Yeah, that's so nice. that. You know, that's people a big say, deal. oh, it's crazy. The prices have gone up. Yes, they yeah. have, but so has the same with batteries. Batteries True. are now, what, seven years? You yeah. used to have to replace them every other year, right? So I get that, but it's a big nut when you got to pay it. Yeah. Um, but now I've gotten off track. Well, you were talking tires. about the economy and the point I was oh, going to oh, make. No, Go well, ahead. No, yeah, so let me just finish. So, sure. so tires you need to buy. Yeah. You, you, get, you don't need to bowl. Right. It's a kind of a luxury, but sure. we don't see our business down at all. So- where is the, you know, I, I, I sort of have this idea that people take the meat, you know, they bitch about, oh, this fucking thing's so expensive. They throw it in their cart and they move on. Yeah, I don't really true. think sales are down. Well, it's funny. I was watching Meet the Press uh, over the weekend and they had an economist on there. I say Meet the Press is a generalization. I watch all those shows. One of the shows, they had an economist on and the economist was saying that there's a whole lot more people talking about this upcoming recession than indicators that there's going to be a recession. Yes. Apparently, there's no, there's not really anybody yeah. saying, "Oh, this is a scary sign," and this looks bad. Everything is just pointing to a pretty good economy. Other right than now. inflation, the economy's booming. Exactly, I mean, which unemployment's and, uh, at a, like a fifty-year low. Yeah, and if inflation is a sign of a good economy. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it is because there's a lot of money out there. Right, and people are spending it. So, you yeah. know, supply and demand. It's kind of economics one on one. I'd say the only, the only questionable thing might be that second stimulus that Biden <laughs> rolled through after he got in because it really didn't help him politically and it may have just juiced up the economy a little too excited the economy a little too much or just a little now like lucas says i didn't mind the check when it came but we <laughs> sure. all were pretty flush with cash and that's another thing that you know that that causes inflation well the thing that i wonder about it and again it's somebody's maybe you can tell me but if not certainly an economist i don't understand how everybody getting eight hundred dollars could boost the economy that much. Well, do that math, though. I mean, everybody. Yeah, I mean, which, I mean, it is a phenomenal amount of money, but, yeah, I mean, you know, was, I mean, even in our county, like, everybody's not ro- running to the same spot. Or maybe it is. Maybe it's all Walmart. Everybody's just going to Walmart <laughs> and that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that is a lot of money, though. If you're but talking it, about every adult American over the age 18, that's that's a lot of juice going in. But it also feels like for somebody that actually needs the money, here's an $800 bump yeah, twice. Right. It's just nothing, though, right. also at the same time. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd take Some guy point. questions. Well, that yeah. and I, you know, remember when the um, when the good jobs report came out 
a week or so ago, and the stock market took a dive because the stock market wanted to see a bad jobs report, which would indicate that this rise in interest rates that the Fed is doing was helping to cool the economy. Yeah. But it's not. The economy is still very heated, so Wall Street doesn't like that because they are waiting on the next interest rate hike, yeah. right? And they don't like interest rate hikes, What sure. it looks like the Fed is going to do here in the next couple of weeks, bump that up another 75, uh, you know, 0.75, 7,500 basis points or whatever they call it, 750, I guess. But um, uh, so the thought there, and I'm like you, economics get confusing, but I assume the thought there is the Fed raises rates so that less people borrow, so less goods go out and the economy starts to slow. Sure. But right now, they're raising rates, but the economy's still just popping along. So I guess there is a lot of money out there. Seems like. And, and I guess there was a lot of disposable income that maybe... Now, perhaps savings are down. I know savings I rates... Know. I think savings rates hit record levels during the pandemic. Yeah. American saving rates hit record levels. So that may be where money's not going into savings, you know? Could be. That's that's a possibility, you yeah. know? And that's not great because, you know, the future comes quickly. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, um so that that might be part of it, but uh, yeah, economics get confusing, man. Yeah, they just do. No question. Hey, why don't you do me a favor and and check your fantasy team sometime this year? Oh my God, I, I, I don't even know about it. And Raymond has uh, Terry mentioned it. You know what? I actually mentioned it to Terry. Terry Powers, author Terry Powers, we're, check we're, out his book on Amazon, The Raymond, Death Waltz. Raymond, Raymond, uh, that's him. He so, said, Dad, I don't think yeah, I've looked at it a month. So, yeah, I don't do shit. Do I it. asked Terry the other day. I was like, Hey, man. Uh, are they on here at all? And he's like, actually, I've just been jumping on and setting their lineup for them because they never get on here. I'm like, well, that's pretty fucking cool, man. But maybe don't do that the week I'm playing you guys. Like, Is that let what's them... happening now? Yeah, that's you guys are like in fourth place because Terry's running your team also. <laughs> Terry, Terry, yeah, so thank thanks, you. Terry. We appreciate that. Did we ever that. talk about uh, Death Waltz? I loved it. I was going to write him. Oh, yeah, I was, I was curious if, if you Oh, I loved that. it. I was going to write him a note, and I should write him a note because I fancy myself a writer, not to Terry's... Uh, not Terry's ability, but um, I thought about Vince a lot when I was reading it. Really, yeah, That's it was, awesome. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was really well done. Yeah, I, I read it cover to cover. Here's a little side note for you, and this is, you know, I don't know, but uh, Terry was saying. I mean, he doesn't have a literary agent. He doesn't have a publisher. Any of his publisher retired, and I was like, man, I know nothing about any of this, but I'm going to try to be his de facto literary agent. So I've been emailing and reaching out to all these publishing companies. Really? Just try just for something, because to me, and I've read like you probably a lot of books from people locally or somebody's cousin wrote a book, man. And you snug, you know, you get through it totally and it, okay. yeah, and it's okay at best. And it's their life's work, man. Everything I've read, I've read, read, <laughs> read a few things that Terry's written besides the death waltz, man, everything he writes is really, really good. He needs to be out there. Like, because I get a lot of these publishers, they don't take submissions that, you know, because there's so how many so, publishing companies are there. It's a less than you think, yeah. because when I've started going through like penguin is also the same as Schuster. That's a bad example. Cause that one's not true, but they're all like the same parent company. And are then there they independent have, publishers? Not many. Yes. But you know, again, there's not many and you got to find them and yeah. it's not as big of a deal, but I mean, they're out there. It's just, it's been a learning experience for me with, uh, you know, having no luck and I don't know anybody in publishing. So it's just like the stream of emails, but interesting. I would like to ultimately see him yeah. Be known because he's so talented. Yeah. He's a great writer. Very true. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was it's very pleasant funny. to read the book. Yeah. Did your wife get mad at you for joking? Like, does she ever like your, Oh yeah. At times. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. got, I got in trouble on my birthday. Oh yeah. One of uh, it's like some coworkers came to, to the, to the, to galaxy to champions. And, uh, 
And and she tells me about it. It's a month later. And she's like, you know, it was pretty distasteful the way you were joking with your friend. And I was like, what do you mean? So, well, you, you know, you kind of had like a, a joke about like, where like you guys are flirting. Like the joke was we're flirting, but a female friend, no, a male friend. Oh, so like my buddy and I'm like, oh man, you look pretty tonight. And he's oh, like, oh gotcha. not as pretty as you Tristan. <laughs> and my wife found that completely distasteful. That's funny. And I'm like, Jesus Christ this is the worst thing I've done. Like this is the thing that becomes an <laughs> yeah, issue. No women. You never know. It's yeah, funny, I'm, man. I've definitely gotten in trouble for, um, for wise ass comments. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Funny how that works. Well, what was one? Oh, um, this was pretty recent and this was just a stare. So we're heading down, we're heading down her mother's street and there's a for sale sign in front of this very nice house. And, uh, I said, Oh, that's how that house is for sale. And she said, yeah, there was an older couple that bought it and the wife died. And I go, Oh, lucky man. And she just, <laughs> and, and so he's got it for sale now. She doesn't want to stay there. Right. And she just glared at me. <laughs> the wife died and I just interrupt her. Lucky man. Didn't like that comment. Wow. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why she wouldn't have liked that. Now, is your wife quick to like, like an hour later, she's good? Or is she like going to give you three days? Oh, of God. Like- no, she actually, honestly, that is a great question. And when we were first married, fuck, three days. But as she's gotten older, for whatever reason, she doesn't, she's less less that way. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe her new boyfriend just sort of gives her a hug and says, yeah, it's, it's, well, that'd be all right. It's a timer. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, there's another old joke, right? My my wife ran away with my best friend and I really miss him. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, So I don't have to tell a joke today. We've done. Yeah. So two, uh, Berea Pond jokes of the day. No, I did. Now, uh, uh, secret of the trade. We're going to do two shows today. Uh, for this week and next week, but I actually did. I sat down and wrote two top 10 lists. Now what I've done Last couple of times I've done this, though, I didn't proof them. So I'm literally, as I read them, I'm like, oh, I realize, oh, that's the wrong word. Or, that's oh, that's not. funny. So, so you did as, proof these? No, I did not. Oh, I did okay. not proof no. these. So once we do the do that stuff. It's oh, gonna, you're saying normally you do. These I try to. Yeah, last few okay. I have not. Right. Just out of simple well, sheer Well, we may laziness. be ready because this show was like the Seinfeld show. This was a show about nothing. It indeed was a show about nothing. <laughs> but, you know, but somehow we managed to get through. Yeah, we're just and two it, bullshitters. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. I've... Uh, I, I couldn't even pronounce the word. Um, I might be able to look it up, but it has to do with um, I've got it on my wall at work because I've got a calendar. I'm trying to do two things at once, which no one can really do. So I'm Googling <laughs> this word while I'm trying to talk. Uh, I'm just going to fill the dead so air for you. It Here you is um, D E P. D D E I P N O S O P H I S T, dipnosophist, and it is one skilled in table talk. Really? So I guess we are a couple of disnos, dip, dipnosophists. Nice. And you know what? Dipnosophists. And my wife would tell you she could shorten that. Just call me a dipshit for short. <laughs> dipnosophists were a couple of dipshits. Yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> dipnosophists. What was that, dipshit? Yes. A, yeah, yeah, I'm a dipshit. That's so right. that's your word of the day. You got some jokes to tell, and word. now you got, a, you got a word of the day. I like it. Pretty good. And uh, yeah, so. yeah, so Did you write it down? Was I, I, I was trying to spell it out oh, as you okay. were saying it. So I was trying to get, get yeah. I almost got Skill, it. One skilled in table talk. Yeah. Is it maybe it's a little presumptuous to say we're skilled in table talk? I guess that's up to the audience. Yeah, I don't know about skilled, <laughs> but we certainly are open to it. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, uh, definitely. Depends on who you ask for sure. <laughs> Man, here's a question for you. I've 
read or heard somebody saying recently that the tone of the Republican Party since these January 6th committee hearings, and I totally missed the one yesterday. That's the problem. I don't know they're coming. Then I hear yeah. that it happened. Ah, shit. Yeah. But that it's not quite as emboldened pr- than it was prior. Oh, I think definitely so. W- did you feel that you do feel? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I think this has been really well done. And I'm not saying that because my politics lean left a little bit. I think I think these hearings, and I haven't watched them all either, but I think my line is they have been short on emotion and long on fact. Right. It's like they didn't bring Nancy Pelosi or Charlie Schumer in to say, oh, Donald Trump's an ass. They brought fucking Republicans right up to People Pat Cipollone, yeah, right. his, his personal attorney, right? Um, and and that Hutchinson kid, who I guess now is in hiding because of the death threats oh and my such. God. Yeah. But like pretty much everything she said has turned out to be true, and, and it caused Cipollone to come in and have to testify. He didn't want to testify, Cipollone. Sure. Not a chance. Yeah. So they've really done a good job in in putting forth their argument. And I know Republicans say, well, there's been no uh, you know, cross-examination and so Which forth. Which is well, a fair, fair argument. That was Kevin McCarthy's but, choice. He yeah. could have had whoever oh, he wanted on that. Oh, that's a good point. That. That's yeah. a great point, yeah. He, he, he said it's a bunch of crap, and we don't want the two Republicans on there sort of yeah. Went on voluntarily, yeah. and McCarthy wanted nothing to do with it because it was all a sideshow, a dog yeah. and pony show. So that's on Kevin McCarthy. Wow, see, he, I didn't realize he, he could have had Jordan on there if he wanted to. Yeah, but I don't think anybody thought they were going to be as effective as they've been. I that's mean, true too, it, and that's why they are a little less emboldened. It's like, oh yeah. fuck, this is really something. Yeah, I mean this this is pretty provable. Everything they're saying here, right? You know, they're bringing on fact witnesses to corroborate. Everything right. that we've been told. Yeah. And again, the point is not that it's to your point, not Nancy Pelosi and AOC. This sure. is people in right. the, you know, in the Trump administration. In the Republican Party, in the Trump right. administration. Not His people that are attorney. People that are still going to vote Republican. Absolutely. You know, this coming November or whenever. These right. are still, you know, right. conservative folks. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, it's, it, it, yeah, they've been pretty damning. Now, where it goes, I don't think you can indict an ex-president. I think that would just fracture the country, Tristan, especially where we are now. I don't think that can happen. But, you know. I flipped on that. They've put a lot of pressure on Merrick Garland, the attorney general. I mean, this, this he's watching these things because that's what, you know, people want. Liz Cheney certainly wants him to bring a suit. Uh, that's tough, man. Well, you know that what, Ray? I, that I, man's I, balls are in a vice. Four weeks ago, I completely agreed with that. And it just felt like, man, you know, it's just not something you can do. You're going to make people mad. It's just going to be more trouble than it's worth. Just, you know, get him out, make it, let him go away, say he can't run again, something like that, but no charges. But again, if you... If somebody is allowed to commit crimes with impunity, doesn't that just tell the next person that comes in, you can do the same thing and you're going to get away with it if you have power? I mean, I just feel like eventually that's a message that we all know, sadly, is too true in too many cases that powerful, rich people get away with whatever the fuck they want. But there has to be a point, right, where, you know, he's not president and he's got to be held accountable or whoever. If it's Hillary, if it's Hillary's fucking emails, if we find out she's doing something wrong, like we we have to draw the line. Like people have to have to be punished for what they do. No, I wouldn't argue that point for a minute, but I think Gerald Ford pardoned Nixon and took a lot of shit for it in 75, I guess. Late 74 or 75, he pardoned Nixon, which was a which, you know, was not necessarily an obvious move on the part of Gerald Ford. Because he just thought it was for the betterment of the country. And I think in retrospect, he was probably right. You know, a a prolonged fight or a trial where a president, you know, those divisions are already so 
ingrained right now that fuck, that's not going to help. But I, I take your point. I mean, it's it's we're watching history, man. And, and I would be fine with that. And, and I'll tell you what is, you know, people want to talk about Joe Biden's dementia and gas prices and everybody hates Joe Biden. But I'll tell you who the first person who would also pardon Trump would be Joe Biden. He would. I think, Probably so. I think he would also for the sake of politics. Point. Right. But again, you have something like Nixon where it's, you know, look, I'm I'm stepping out of politics forever. I'm going to go, I don't know, whatever Trump's Hang passion out. is, reading and eating healthy food and exercising, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, and just staying out of the limelight. And, you know, he gets a pardon, but he's never running again. So, you know, I, and I'm fine with that. But right. I also think it's unfair to just say, Look, if we can prove you did all these crimes, and 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 just without a shadow of a doubt, but man, eh, we're just going to let it go. I, I don't know that that's the right way yeah. to handle it. So, and and nor would it be if it was a Democrat. Nor would it be if it was Joe Biden or Joe Biden's son. You know, with any of this stuff, same thing. Like people should be held accountable. Yeah. Well, that's right. I mean, if yeah. any of what they're saying about Hunter is true, no, I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. That's that. Yes. Uh, there's no other word to say. That I think we put yes. Rit, uh, Bill Clinton's brother. What, what was his name? Roger. Roger Clinton. We put his ass in jail, right? Yeah. He, he, so, but look, people have to. Yeah. And Bill didn't get him out because he thought it would teach him a lesson. It was for drugs, but he, yeah. he knew Roger was heading down a, a, a bad path. Yeah. But it is, it, it's tougher in the world of power. You know, it really is. Sure. All right, brother. We got to wrap it. Time to wrap it. So, uh, Top 10. Do, do you want to do another joke? You want to do like a third joke of the day or you well, want to save it? Um, it could be another one along the same theme. The uh, the marine, the marine and the uh, navy man are pissing next to each other in the urinal. <laughs> a lot of dick jokes today. And the navy guy finishes first, and he's at the sink washing his hands, and the marine walks out past the sink. And as he's going out, the navy guy says, "You marines don't wash your hands." And the marine says, "No." In the Marine Corps, they teach us not to piss on our hands. <laughs> nice. So they're all related. Nice. Pretty good. That one's not as great, but that's okay. Not bad. Berea Pond. Thanks, Berea Pond. Uh, yeah, went and hung out with Aaron. And again, hopefully we can set up this show with him and uh And, and not to forget Bad Wolf. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, my top 10's for Bad Wolf. Oh, so I was go. just going to do okay. Berea Pond first. But uh, yeah, so uh, actually, I, I, Aaron gave me some bullets over the weekend. Oh, okay. I, and I think the only time I've shot a gun in the last decade was with Aaron at his house so I'll probably just be taking him in his house to, to shoot a little bit but so I've, Leonard I've, Skinner I've got bullets album give me back my bullets give me back my bullets yeah that's it so yeah so uh, check out Aaron and uh, his wife Robin at Berea Pond buckshotandlead.com 107 Clay Drive in Berea guys you have to check out their furniture selection I mean it's like walking into a big furniture warehouse if you need a freaking couch or a coffee table a lot of shelves and stuff. They've got kayaks in there. You don't want to miss out Berea Ponds. One of the coolest places to go in town. I mean, if you've got an hour to kill, go in there and just look around. There's something for everybody. You'll love Berea Pond, 107 Clay Drive. And now for the Bad Wolf Gaming Top 10 list. Have you stopped by recently to talk to our buddies at uh, the Bad Wolf? Ray and I stopped on Sunday and didn't see Dan's car. And we went on and then came to find out that he was driving his wife's car. So I need to stop in because now he's carrying uh, Funko Pops. Funko Pop. People Raymond, love the Funko Pops. Raymond loves them, man. Everybody. He's got, Raymond's got a hundred or so. Like, wow. Ma, his mom gave him a little bit of shit about, hey, Ray, you know, get your credit card down before you buy any more Funko Pops. But nice. yeah, he's got like a hundred. Very cool. Yeah, and, people and freaking Dan's love them. carrying them now. And those little plush toys. Have you seen the reversible plush toys that become two different things? I don't They're think so. They're real cool. They're kind of yeah. neat. He's selling out of them. So nice. Yeah, Dan's expanding into some other stuff. Well, it's good because I think with a store like that, and yeah, who knows? I don't know, but it feels like the more stuff you can get to bring the more people exactly. in, the better. Exactly. So, yeah. That's cool. That's exactly. Very right. good. So, yeah, top 10 list today brought to you by uh, Bad Wolf Gaming. 
Uh, give them a call, 859-646-6061 at uh, 711 Chestnut Street in Berea. So today, Ray, again, uh, I don't I shouldn't always apologize for my comedy, but this was a, you know, I didn't take a lot of time and I didn't, um, didn't proofread. So no, you <laughs> I, probably I, should, actually. I, yeah. Fair. <laughs> you, you, you can do that. The apology is actually brought to you by Berea Pond. The top 10 list brought to you by Bad Wolf Gaming. So the top 10 best congressional pickup lines or senators, uh, someone from Newsweek, Pulled some congressional leaders and senators about their favorite pickup lines, and here are those now. Okay. So traditional pickup lines, but from senators and congressmen. Matt Gates, little girl, do you need a ride? Mm. Too soon. Number nine, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Do you come here often? If so, I hope you have an electric car. That's cute. Hey, let me stop you there. Do you find, sure. her, find her attractive? Uh no comment on the air. But I will say this: you kill the flow of the top ten. Top ten, it should be absorbed at once. We, okay. should, we shouldn't you're, break well, for the top ten. You sound 10. like more, and, and you're right. That's that's a fair critique. But I will but I, say I find this: very attractive. I, I don't really talk about women like that on the air. I don't. I don't want uh, you know my wife or my or anybody to hear these and, and give me. Yeah. I just don't want to hear like oh you finally find this person. So right. yeah. So like let's just assume I do not find Alexandria Ocasio Cortez attractive at all. And what are you doing with your thumbs? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably putting them in my ass. Uh, number eight. <laughs> Mitch, I will not interrupt you again. <laughs> thank Thank you. <laughs> Mitch McConnell, number eight. Have you ever seen the inside of a turtle shell? You find him attractive? All right, I'm done. I would have sex with Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I think done, there's unquestionably. Uh, it's, again, top 10 senatorial congressional mm. pickup lines. Number seven, Nancy Pelosi. What do you think of ladies with super tight faces? <laughs> wow. Number six, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know where the Jews keep their laser. Oh. Uh, number five, Lindsey Graham. Hey, Queen, shall we go watch a sports contest? That's it. Because Lindsay is oh, yeah. also not, or he's on the LBGTQ spectrum, unadmittedly, right? Unadmittedly, 100%. Yeah. So number four, Ted Cruz. Once you go Zodiac Killer, you never go back. Because yeah. his dad famously, Zodiac Killer possibly. Yeah. Number three, Dick Durbin. Uh, his pickup line, have you ever been Dick Durbin? <laughs> as in, yeah, using it as an adjective. Uh <laughs> no, no, this is funny. This is the best, the funniest one. <laughs> Says you. Says me because I, again, I didn't proof this. So number two, Josh Hawley, and it's blank. I just <laughs> didn't go back to it. Like, let's just assume it would have been something about him being a piece of shit on January 6th. Uh, and the number one uh, congressional senatorial pickup line, Cory Booker, do you have a Ninja Turtle fetish? Because he looks, and I, I do actually, and I should have just crossed this out in the moment, but I thought it would be funnier to tell you I had Josh Ollie without one. But I do have a bonus Lindsey Graham pickup line. Bonus Lindsey Graham pickup line. Do you know, did you know the L in LBGTQ stands for Lindsey? Oh, no, nice. No. Yes. So, there you go. An unadmitted LGBTQ. And these days you just got to admit it, right? Like there's no point if you, no. like you should, every person listening, I hope you're living your truest life. Right. Oh, nobody right, listening right. is living a life that's that makes a them point. unhappy with their sexuality. Yeah, a, because I think point. even in central Kentucky where Absolutely we are, right. we're more accepting. Like, don't be with somebody that you don't want to that's be. That's a great it's, point. Life Tristan. is too that's short, a, man. To it's too short. Show. All right. If we talk long enough, we make them decent points. <laughs> Two per show minutes. 50 minutes, yeah. That's right. All right, Ray. Have a great week, you man. Too, man. Good chat next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to Extreme Common Sense with Tristan and Ray. We hope you had fun and look forward to taking on another topic next week.